99 Jams. Good morning, everybody. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Time for Community Matters. Super excited. This is the first time he's on my show, and I'm kind of looking at him side-eyed. Why is that the first time you're here? But introducing, representing New Mount Olive Baptist Church, I have the senior pastor, Dr. Marcus Davidson. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, uh, Super Cindy. It's a little bit early, but <laughs> Wake up, wake morning. up. Right, 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 right. You have a bunch of services coming right up in a few right, hours. Right, right. So. 7.15. <laughs> 9 a.m. and 11, and you have me here early. You yes, have me here we, we got early. things to talk about, Pastor. But I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Thank yes, you so I much. love it. Right, Can you give you. the address of the of the church right quick before we get into all we're, we're going to okay. talk about? It's New Mount Olive Baptist Church, 400 Northwest 9th Avenue, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. The contact number is 954-463-5126. Website, www.mountolive.org. I love it. Prepared. Right. And next to you is the Community Educator Alliance Di- Education. I'm sorry. Community Education Alliance Director, Ms. Brittany Johnson. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? I'm good and welcome. This is the first time you're here, too. My very first time. And on newbies this morning. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. Your church, Pastor, is such a staple in the community. How long has New Mount Olive been there? Um, we just celebrated last year 100 years, so we're Whoa. in 101, so we've been there for a while. Very grateful for that. Wow, 100, uh, 100 years? 100 years, 100 years. So, like, how did you get involved with that church? Where you, did you, like, how did, what was your steps of becoming a part of, such a great part, the head okay. of the church, but what was your what was your process? Actually, I pastored the church in Alabama for 10 years. This last month, May, made 27 years preaching, and this is like my ninth. 19th year pastoring. So um, Pastor Dr. Carter, as you know, retired. And after he retired, the church went on a national search. And of 140 applicants, I was the one that, you know, God put on their wow. hearts to select. Yeah. And how long have you been at Mount Nine Mount years. Hollis? Since 2010. Wow. Right. And this so is my first time on your show in 2010. <laughs> that's why I'm looking at you the way I'm looking. Mm-hmm. But no, that is so amazing that so many people were interested in becoming mm-hmm. and they chose you. Right. I'm grateful. <laughs> God's plan. Exactly. What, yeah. Why do you think out of all the applicants, because everyone, I'm sure were amazing people you know i think i think they did have some super great candidates i in fact knew a few of them Mm -hmm. and uh i um guess whatever i did worked and uh i'm grateful but ultimately um as you said it's god's plan and i know i'm here by the grace of god so you know i don't i don't take i don't take uh any credit but it is it is by the grace of god that i'm here um excuse my ignorance but i just thought like your dad was the head pastor and then you just took in and when he retired or something like you were picked out of many candidates from across the country many candidates that's awesome how was the move for you from alabama you said to south florida where'd you come from Alabama and mm-hmm. um, it was different because it was just me my wife and my daughter so mm-hmm. we came here knowing nobody so you know it was just us against the world you know if you will wow. so we came here not knowing anyone but um, the fact that you know when God has a plan for you you mm-hmm. just walk by faith and it has been a phenomenal blessing to be connected with the people here meeting people like yourself other yeah. people like that and mm-hmm. it is truly um, I've truly been blessed immensely by being here what are some of the things because like I Every time there's a tragedy, an emergency, even if it's just a normal day, but there's always need. Mm-hmm. And I always hear New Mount Olive involved in so many things. Like, what are, like, tell me the numerous things. And Brittany also can, because since you're a member and the head of the Community Education Alliance, which we'll get into a little bit later, but like, discuss some of the things that 
the numerous things that the church does? Um, well, honestly, we have a, a strong belief that we should be intentionally present in the community. So mm-hmm. if there are social issues, social justice, uh, social ills, uh, anything that highlights education, anything that will help our community, uh, anything people call us to do, we try to make sure that we we avail ourselves to help them. And there are there are reasons we are intentional about that because we are in the 33311. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a challenged area for many people, but we refuse to leave because we believe that our presence there is of paramount importance. So, you know, we stay we stay there. We make sure that we do our part and um, we help youth, um, seniors, young adults, people with with HIV AIDS. We have uh, our Mount Island Development Corporation, which is led by Dr. Rosalind Osgood. Hey, yeah, you know, Dr. Osgood, she's serious about that, about that um, community (laughs) um, piece and, and work in the community. So it's. So it's, there are a plethora of things that we do. And this new piece, the Community Education Alliance, is just another component of us intentionally uh, trying to affect change for the young people in our community. So, Brittany, before we get into exactly what the Community Education Alliance is, how did you stumble across New Mount Olive and get involved in, su- in such a big way? Um, definitely wasn't a stumble. I grew up here in Fort Lauderdale, oh, okay. uh, raised by my grandmother, and mm. she's a longtime member of New Mount Olive. So ever since I was a young child, I've been a member. So. How- Awesome. So you grew up in the church that now you're working with. Definitely. Awesome. Definitely. So I've seen the evolution. You know, I was a part of the um, selection. Uh, well, as a as a member of the congregation, the selection process for Pastor Davidson under I grew up under Dr. Matt King Carter. Um, New Mount Olive has always been my home church. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of family there, a lot of history there with my family and myself. Now I have two young kids and they're doing some of the same things that my grandmother instilled in me cool trying to keep those traditions going. So. so you just said that you were part of the process of mm-hmm. picking, helping pick? Like, yes. So yes. how was that process? I want to know. I'm like being real nosy right oh, now. Hold, like, hold on, Cindy. Can, that... can I interject? <laughs> because... No, 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 no. We're not going to hear fast. Let me, let me tell you the part of that story. I was there as a candidate. She, one of the youngest people, going to ask me, what are you going to do for people like us? I was like, yo, I don't even really know. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, so you guys had to ask the potential right. candidate questions? Well, I'm not going to say what group of people put mm-hmm. me up to asking. Asking Pastor Davis and they were like, go, 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 ask him, ask him what he's going to do for the young people. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> you were the representation. Yeah, right. I'm, like the, I'm like the church baby. Everybody yeah. knows me, my grandmother. So they was like, give me his mom's granddaughter, go up there and, and talk to him. So I'm like, okay, I'll be a tribute. I'll go ask. But I think from then, um, him coming back and remembering me and saying, you're the one who said that. Oh. And him, you know, walking like he was talking up there from that first part to now, you know, we couldn't have chosen a more you know, phenomenal pastor to be the leader of our congregation. So, you know, I, like he said, God sent him there, and I know that he was a God sent for a new Olive pastor. Pastor, can you just can you tell us a little bit about what it means to be the senior pastor of a church? Meaning, like you have all these people are like your children. You, you everyone expects you to have the answers for everything. Um, honestly speaking, I, I'm I'm grateful because my dad is a pastor. He's been pastoring almost fifty years, so I grew up. Uh, as a PK. And the reality of it is when you take it serious, because, mm-hmm. hey, I keep it real, everybody does not take this serious. But mm-hmm. for me, it's it's about knowing what God has purpose for your life, mm-hmm. knowing that God has a very intentional and definite plan for your life.
life. And then I think what you do, do all that you can to walk in that um, with the highest level of integrity and with the greatest sense of compassion. And then one of the greatest things I believe is you have to love the people that you lead. You can't Mm -hmm. lead people if you don't love them. So, you know, uh, it's not easy, I I will say. And particularly, I started preaching uh, at 16, started pastoring at 23. And um, when you like the boy, they always assume you don't know. So, you know, I have um, taken the liberty to intentionally go through institutions of higher learning to help me get better. But the truth of the matter is you you have to actually in this love what you do because mm-hmm. um, the, the hype is very much short lived because you know the pain is heavy um, other people's burdens become your burdens other people's pain become your pain and then you know trying to truly affect change in the community because I'm just not satisfied with being quote unquote the pastor of the church on Sunday and then the people in my community are hurting all week long I think that you have to see it as being exponentially greater than the four walls of mm-hmm. the building that you're in so for me it's about getting in the streets, trying to help people stand in the hood with the fellas. You know, they know me as Mark Davison, mm-hmm. Rev, Pastor, whatever it is, to <laughs> make them comfortable. Uh, so, you know, I, I try to make sure I meet people where they are, never demeaning people, never trying to give people a hard time. Ultimately, just giving them a paradigm to follow and, and say, you know, we we all struggle. I'm I'm, I'm 43. My, my struggle is just like the next person. Mm-hmm. So just being able to help people understand that you can be better, you can be greater, you you can do more if you believe and and God has the ability to give you the faith, the strength, the the, the wherewithal to press through. So that that's ultimately it. You know, I, I'm not really into that that hype and you know yeah. the passing out. No, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a regular dude. You know, and I and I treat it like that. Like you know, my calling is what it is. But at the end of the day, if we in the trenches working, they not gonna they not gonna know who's the leader, who's the worker, because we all gonna be grinding together, and that's making a difference. And to me, I think people gonna appreciate appreciate you more, respect you better when they know that you'll grind with them. Just like right now, if you said, Pastor, I have this issue. How can I, how, how can you help me? Hey, I'm in, I'm in the trenches with you. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? No questions asked because I believe that if I can help you, it's my responsibility. And you know, when I, when I interview people for Community Matters or meet people just in the street that love to give back and are of people of service, when they use the word compassion, that kind of changes everything because that means to me that they really get it because it takes compassion to be a teacher a doctor like you have to involve compassion when you're a person of service whatever category you fall in i believe it i mean and you know there's one thing to feel sorry for people then there's another thing to have empathy for people that you know if i see you going through i feel sorry but that's not enough. My mm-hmm. compassion moves me to action. If I see you're hurting, how can I help you overcome your hurt? And then if your hurt does not touch me to the core, I think that there is something inherently wrong with my being. Mm. I can't see you hurt and know I can help and then walk past. That's lousy. That's like the people that just would see a fight or something and just videotape it and don't help. Right. <laughs> like, that's just, the world yeah, we're living in. That's right the world now. we're living in, you know. But but again, I don't take it lightly. There are people like yourself that give us the opportunity to truly tell our story, what we're doing, because, hey, the church does get a bad rap a lot of times. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if we didn't have people like you, if we didn't have people like Cox Media that always open their doors to help us and we partner together there, it's about collaboratively making a difference in our community. So when people like you open our door, open your doors, we don't take that lightly because we need one another. So when you allow us to speak to people and let them 
them know that we are trying to make a difference. We are serious about affecting change in people's lives because at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, my last day at New Mount Olive, I want people to say in this community that he touched at least one person's life. If that's if, if it's just one person's life that has changed because of my presence, I'm satisfied. I love that. Yeah. That is so, so true. So, Brittany, let's talk a little bit about the Community Education Alliance. And I love the name in itself. But what exactly is that? So the Community Education Alliance is like an initiative that both our senior pastor, Dr. Marcus Davidson, and attorney Eugene Pettis, mm-hmm. they created. So it's to uh, kind of provide literacy, mentorship, and culture immersion experiences for the youth in our community, okay. uh, more specifically in 3331. So what we're doing now as we go into, um, we like to call it our next chapter, Mm -hmm. for the 2019-2020 school year, we are going into five schools in our community. So Mm -hmm. that's Dillard 6 through 12, um, William Dandy Middle School, Walker Elementary School, Sunland Park Academy, and Parkway Middle School. Mm -hmm. Those are the three schools that we are inviting or soliciting uh, volunteers for. So we launched this program a couple of years back, and we got a great response. Mm -hmm. We had almost 100 here. So we're doing a relaunch and we want 100 additional volunteers and we want some individuals who are going to come in, read to our babies, uh, you know, mentor them. A lot of times in our community, unfortunately, we don't have that parent involvement. Yeah. We don't have that su- that educational support. Now, if there's a basketball game or something like oh, that, they're there. Prom, <laughs> that, you know, those yeah. types of things, they're there. But we want them to know that education is important and this should be something that the household values and also that the community is valued. Valuing. Mm-hmm. So um, we're starting out. We want to get them in all of our schools. We also want to track, you know, what we're doing. So not it's just like going out there yeah. and saying, oh, we're reading to the kids or, oh, we came and supported them. But how has our presence in the community, how has our presence in our schools impacted the academic success of our children? So, so. exactly what is the program? Like, some, like, for example, if I volunteer, my mm-hmm. sister and myself volunteer, we go into one of the schools that's scheduled and then I yes. go read to a class or like what is the program specifically? Well, we're going to allow our schools to mm-hmm. specify exactly what they need. Oh, Some okay. schools do need reading pals. Mm-hmm. Some schools may need math coaches or math pals to help with math, um, writing, some of the things to prepare for those standardized tests to do um, what do you, uh, what's that? Applications for college. Oh, yeah, you know, those exactly. when you think about like the high school level, you may yeah. not need someone to read to them, but who's showing them the importance of of a college education, post-secondary education. Even filling out a job application job and doing a job interview as well. Yes, like how I'll, to speak, look at people in their eyes, which exactly, our youth do not do anymore. Exactly. But see, that's the cultural part. Like, for example, you have a very busy schedule. You, mm-hmm. You're all over the place, but you may say, hey, pastor, can I get three students? I want to have them to come and I'm going to show them what I do for X amount of time for mm-hmm. a few hours or for 45 minutes. That experience could literally change. Alter. The, exactly. Exactly. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think we have to help our, our students believe that, you know, it's one thing to, to be LeBron James, but they have a better chance of being a Super Cindy, <laughs> a Brittany, a Pastor Davidson. These, and, you know, you have a, a life that is great. You're doing great things. It's more than just athletics. You know, it's OK if you are an athlete, you know, and you and you make that you can make that journey. But it's a reality that you may say I'm taking two students to a restaurant because you'll be surprised if students they've never gone going to the theater. They've never gone to a sit-down restaurant. Never crossed the Dade County right. Broward mm-hmm. line. 
plane, whichever it's, side they're on. That's right. And it's simple things like that mm-hmm. that we take for granted. You I mean you you all over the country, you know. <laughs> so so for someone else, for you it's 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 normal, it's regular. Mm-hmm. But for another student sitting down at hypothetically capital grill, mm-hmm. they might not even know it exists. You know, that mm-hmm. that's what we that's what we deal with. Um attorney Pettis had a student, he took that student to a um, a location. The student saw that place changed the boy's life and it literally changed it the changed the trajectory of his life wow. one experience so we believe that people like Brittany she is a you know a, a compassionate person she is an astute person she is I mean passionate about what she's doing and she knows what we need to do and how to accomplish what we're trying to do so she was a dynamic choice and we looked across you know a number of resumes and she was the one that kept popping up and when she came in she literally wowed us her her plan, her direction, and how she's already been leading. So, and she's from there. So Hello. she's a homegirl, and they Go love Brittany. her. So, you know, we are most appreciative for the work that she has done and the work that she is doing. So, I, I believe that you know we can truly affect change. We have to somewhere change this. You know, going from from a few grades to the prison. We 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 just mm-hmm. have to change that. And you know, I am I am never going to be comfortable with our students ending up in prison. I'm never going to be comfortable with that. Mm. And if if you say that, but you're never making any substantive move, you know, you're complicit. So until we make the move, so what, what we're doing is with the Community Education Alliance, it's ultimately to bring as many community partners together as possible to make a, a significant difference and impact because we know everybody can't mentor or be there, but she has a plan that she's working for us that there is a way, even if it's making a donation, a contribution, I mean, there's so many ways. ways to be a part. Exactly, exactly. So, Brittany, like, for example, let's talk about the volunteers. Okay. So if someone was interested in volunteering, like, what does that schedule look like? So if they work nine to five, like, how does this work as far as volunteers go? So <clears throat> one of the good things about the, like like he was saying, one of the good things about the Community Education Alliance is almost like a get in where you fit in opportunity. Okay. So you can, if you are available, we have some of our retired teachers and, you know, our older population that have the time during the day, those are the ones who you'll see in the schools. Okay. Those are the ones who can volunteer as those reading pals and like tutoring and homework help and things like that during the day. Um, if you, like you said, work a nine to five, there is an opportunity for doing the cultural activities for maybe sponsoring a field trip. Mm. I was thinking, you know, as we get into the rollout, yeah. maybe doing like quarterly field trips where they can see these types of things in action, being yeah. exposed to different you know, art, anything. anything Thing, that's anything that's outside their of their neighbor. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you don't have to say, oh, well, I, I don't have time because I work because there's so many other things that you can do. Even on weekends, um, even in our church at New Mount Olive, we have Kids Corner on Sundays. Mm-hmm. And each month we have in, um, included the CEA in our Kids Corner. So where they have a church service, we have a small CEA service where they're getting some type of cultural activity. So you can come and speak to them. You can come and read to them. You can do a presentation. It's very short. You're not expected to be there for two hours, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like 30 minutes where you can come and just be there, be present. And those kids, they look forward to it. They know that this Sunday is CEA Sunday. Yeah. What do you what do you have for me? <laughs> so that, like I said, so many opportunities. Pastor, like with with all the changes that our young people are going through and, and a lot of negativity coming at them through social media, at school, what they're talking about, the music, what? 
how do you speak to the youth? Like, what are the words of encouragement? Because it's like when I talk to them, like the other day, my boyfriend, I've been speaking to young people and my boyfriend said, you got to be easy because my heart is so there and I'm so compassionate about it. He's like, I feel like you're telling you're scaring the kids because what I go and tell them is, listen, life is so hard and I feel for you guys right now. Mm -hmm. You have to toughen up and build a thick skin and be strong and whatever way you and I talk to him and he's like, my boyfriend's like, you're scaring the children. <laughs> so how do I talk to them? Because I just want to tell them there's no game time. Right. That's Life true, is serious. They are not playing with us right now. Yeah. But so. you know, having a 13-year-old daughter, <laughs> that that is something that my wife and I, uh, you know, we constantly talk to her because every day, you know, she's had challenges at school with bullying. She She's had challenging with him and administrative people. So you know, telling her, number one, that she has our full support. Believe it or not, that that may seem minimal, but knowing like, baby, mom and daddy has your back. And I can literally see her light up knowing, hey, we have your back. So guess what, for the student that may not have both parents there, mm -hmm. somebody like yourself coming in and say, hey, we have your back. And then I think we have to be honest with them. Life is challenging. You, you have to stay focused. You have to make sure you are extremely selective of the people that you are connected with. You have to oh be extremely, gosh, yes. like I tell my daughter, hey, when you when you go in, you do your work, you be cool with everybody, but but everybody's not your, your friend. friend. You know, mm -hmm. you have to you have to literally mm -hmm. say that. I was like, everybody's not your friend. You have to be careful of what you say, be careful of how you use your device. I mean, because they have a whole different I, mean, I have a cell phone when I was thirteen, you know. Oh. I was playing outside. But okay. it's a different world. So mm -hmm. I think I think what you just said, being honest. You you have to be honest and that real love, tough love, but also them knowing that there is a person who cares. That I've discovered that there is nothing greater for a child, a young person, of knowing somebody cares for them. Yeah. To, to, to embrace a young man, hug him, and say, hey, little homie, I love you. Mm -hmm. That may not seem like much, but that's huge. Because that, when was the last time he got a hug? When was mm -hmm. the last time a man hugged him and he showed said, him I love? love you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That... Mm -hmm. And then you say, hey, I'm proud of you. Hey, let me see your grades next month. I'll be doing that to the students at, at church. They're like, hey, how you grades, homie? Uh, I said, what, what, you know, what's <laughs> up with you? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, uh, your mom said you've been, you've been like flipping out lately. What's good, homie? Yeah. Like, uh, Pastor, I'm like, hey. No, let me have to hear that again. But it's they know yeah, somebody they cares. Know someone's they, watching. So accountability. Now they gotta, That's exactly. it. So so it's it's about I think being real, being honest, and there again, the CEA gives us that opportunity to get mm -hmm. close, get personal, make a difference. And I say this without any question, unapologetically, we have to help African American students. We have to give them hope. We have to be there for them. They have to know that opportunities are there for them, and there are people that will fight for them. There are people that will stand for them. And when I tell you, if if it comes to my daughter at school, I play no games. Hello. You know, mm -hmm. I, I I'm at the school all the time. They know me. I know them. And we've had a couple of head bumps, but they, they know I'm like I'm never going away. As long as my mm -hmm. child is in this context, Hello. and that's the same way I feel about other students. Mm -hmm. We're never going away. We're going to be there to empower them, educate them, encourage them, and make a difference in their life. We absolutely have no other option. So you guys are preparing the Community Education Alliance for the beginning of the upcoming school year. Is that how this works? Or during the summer? Like, how is this working? No, we're upcoming? going to start in the upcoming school year. Okay. So what we've been doing now, we've met with all of our principals. Mm -hmm. 
They're very excited and on board. They've already given us their list of what they need us to do to help. Okay. We're actually going to have an orientation on June 24th. It's going to be at our church okay. at New Mount Olive Baptist Church. And the orientation is going to give our uh, new and returning volunteers the opportunity to hear from our principals, hear from their staff, see what they want, see the culture of their school, mm-hmm. and see where their best fit is. So if you, like you, if you know, you know what, I was a former math teacher. I mm-hmm. want to go somewhere where I can help with math. The principal or the staff will say, we right. So it's not like I'm just saying, okay, you go here, you go here, you go here. We're trying to be very strategic because Hello. we want this to be something that is longevity. And we with don't, the results. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And we don't want someone to just come in one time and then never come back. We want them to make commitments with our students so that, the like I said, they're looking for that same face to come back next week or next month. Hello. You know, when we say, okay, I'm going to come, I'm going to bring you something. I'm going to take you. I'm going to, you know, expose you to something. They're looking for that. You know what I mean? I mean, so we want people who are dedicated, who, you know, are like we've been using the word compassionate, compassionate about our community, about our students and about their education. So. um, So where should volunteers or anyone interested in donating, helping, donating books, like whatever they feel like they can donate? Where should they go? Where should they contact you? Absolutely. My contact, my email address is bjohnson at Mm -hmm. ceainfo.net. They can also call New Mount Olive Baptist church pastor gave the number earlier but it's 954-463-5126 um they can go on the new mount olive social media what's that uh new mount olive um baptist new mount olive baptist church on facebook um uh, at new mount olive on instagram or they can go to my instagram at mdd 1911 or twitter at marcus d davidson or they can come by the church 400 northwest 9th avenue for a lot of they'll drop it off anywhere, you know. So at the end of the day, so that you know, this is not new. We've been doing this for a few years now. Mm-hmm. So we're just pushing the next chapter. And we are so appreciative that you allowed us to be on here to help us go to the next chapter and the next level. And I hope this is not the last time that you guys stop by with all the things that you have going on. This morning, we've had New Mount Olive Baptist Church Senior Pastor Dr. Marcus Davidson and the Creative Director of the Community Education Alliance, Miss Brittany Johnson. I want to thank you guys. Again, the orientation for this event is on June 24th at the church. At what time? It's at 6.30 p.m. At 6.30 p.m. And they've given out all the social medias. So make sure you contact them because I said so. Your girl, Super Cindy, Community Matters, 99 Jams.